Hello and thank you everyone who is joining us today. We're joined today by Mercy One Diagnostic Radiologist, Dr. Adnan Kalvani. Thanks so much for joining us. You're welcome. So we're here today to talk about breast pain. I, I think it's something a lot of people may experience in their life. So let's just start really simple. How common and quote normal is breast pain? This is one of the most common breast symptoms there is, period. I have the conversation about breast pain a minimum of four times a day with patients. So it obviously bothers a lot of patients and it's obviously very common. What does that pain look like for somebody who's coming in and is telling you, I've been experiencing this, this pain? Is it sharp? Is it an achy feeling? What does that look like? Or does it depend on the person? It truly depends on the person. The variability in appearance of breast pain is huge. I've heard every description from a stabbing, aching, throbbing, my breast is just tender, it doesn't actually hurt, my nipple itches, it feels like it's itching inside my breast, it shoots up into my axilla or shoots down into my nipple. I've heard all of those descriptions. So it is very variable, highly variable, and it probably has to do with breast construction and how your breasts are are in terms of dense tissue and fatty tissue, where that dense tissue is located, because that's the tissue that's apt to ache, how heavy your cycles are and where your hormone levels are at, and other things that are non-breast related, like how much caffeine do you drink? So almost anything could really impact your, your feeling of breast pain then. Yeah, and I think most importantly, one's own perception of pain is really important because while a noxious stimulus like getting stuck with a needle is the same for everybody. The experience of how much pain they actually feel is more subjective. So the exact same stimulus on different people is interpreted differently. One patient may say, oh, it's not so bad and ignore their breast pain and never see a doctor about it. And somebody else may say, this is horrible and I you know, have trouble doing my daily activities with it and really insist on their doctor doing something about it. But it could be the same pain. We really don't know. You mentioned earlier that tenderness. When is it just, I have tenderness, or when is it, I have so bad breast pain that I need to come in? I think this is an important part of this conversation is that I'm not sure that with breast pain, anyone necessarily needs to come in with one exception, and I'll get to what that exception is. For the most part, breast pain is benign. It doesn't matter whether you tell me it's tender or it's stabbing and aching or, or whatever. Breast pain is not a normal association with breast cancer. Breast cancer presents clinically as a painless lump typically. If you had breast pain or somebody told you they had breast pain and then they had breast cancer, it's likely a coincidence because one in eight women will get breast cancer and over 40 or 50% of women at some point in their lives have breast pain. So that will certainly overlap, not infrequently. So I don't know that anyone needs to be seen specifically for breast pain. The exception would be if you have signs and symptoms of infection. Infection causing breast pain is a serious situation that does need to be evaluated and treated, typically with antibiotics. Potentially, if you come to my office, I may drain uh, a pus collection or an abscess from it to help aid the healing process, or even submit the material that we aspirate to uh, microbiology to see if what the best antibiotic is and see if it's a truly active infection or a chronic infection. I think that's a really great distinction to make because I'm one of those people that the first time I notice something, I catastrophize it. I think it's the worst thing. I think breast pain, breast cancer, but yeah. that's not necessarily true. That's, that's not true. I will also add that uh, the exception also would be if you have a lump associated with breast pain, then we want to evaluate you, but not for the pain, for the lump. Now, it is sometimes the case where patients know that they happen to have cysts. And 
the cysts are painful to the point that they can't tolerate them and they're presenting with pain and tenderness and it's just bad. I have patients like that and they come in because they know I can drain those cysts with the needle and make that pain better. Now, the cysts will come back. It may take weeks, months, I, I don't know. It, it's different for everybody. But draining cysts uh, to improve breast pain is certainly a strategy if patients have cysts. But many of those patients who come in with breast pain don't have cysts. So in and of itself, breast pain without a lump or signs of infection does not need to be seen by me. You could talk to your doctor about it. And then if you're due for your mammogram, they may send you. But I would encourage you to just get an annual screening mammogram if you don't have symptoms of, of a lump or infection. What do you hear from patients when they're coming in? Is there something that's triggering this pain, say a menstrual cycle or, or pregnancy? Are there things associated that we've learned over the years when it comes to breast pain? Yeah, menstrual cycle timing is really important for this. Typically women's breasts get painful and tender leading up to their menstruation and then after that it gets a little better. Uh, that's a typical pattern and that is physiologic. That's not something that you need to see a doctor about no matter how painful it is. Sometimes it can be quite painful but I'll tell you, there's not much that anyone's gonna do about it to treat it. There are some strategies that I'll mention when we get to that point. But in general, you don't need to see your doctor for that stuff unless, like I said, you have a lump or signs of infection. When we think breast health, I think so many times people associate it automatically with women, but men can probably experience breast pain as well. Well, they can, but typically that would be in the setting of having gynecomastia, which just means male breast tissue. A male without gynecomastia would just be a layer of subcutaneous fat on their breast tissue or anywhere else may or may not hurt, but it would not be breast specific. Does breast pain need to be, I guess, quote, diagnosed like any other symptom that you would have? It does not. Breast pain, like I said, is for the most part physiologic. And even if it's not, it doesn't seem to go with bad things. So again, unless you have a lump or an infection, you don't need a specific diagnosis when you have breast pain. You've got breast pain. It's a symptom, not a, not a diagnosis. How do you then treat breast pain? Yeah, so treatment is difficult because this is not cancer related. All the research dollars go to cancer and cancer related stuff. When something is benign, it does not get the research money. So there's not that much work into breast pain. What we do know that cutting back on caffeine does seem to help. Taking a vitamin E supplement may help. Uh, 400 uh, IU per day seems to be what's recommended. There's a natural supplement called evening primrose or primrose oil that some women feels helps with breast pain. So those are the, some of the things that you can do. If you are postmenopausal, there is evidence that a fat on your body is also estrogenic and can stimulate estrogen receptors in the breast. It can increase your risk of breast cancer too, but it can cause pain and tenderness as well. So maintaining you know, close to an ideal weight may help. Alternatively, being aware of other things that could cause your breast pain and just know that that's what it was. In the spring, I see a lot of older women with breast pain, and if you start asking them questions about new activities or anything, a lot of them have started gardening and because after the winter where they, they weren't. And so they've got some upper body muscle pain and chest wall pain, and it's, it feels to them like it's breast pain because those nerves are shared, kind of the same way a heart attack may manifest in the jaw or the arm because of those shared nerves, it's referred pain, so the referred pain may be in the breast. Do you notice with your patients that are coming in complaining of breast pain that it is associated with something else, that it is a cancer, or is it more likely they're just concerned about their breast pain and they're coming in? That's what it is. They're just concerned about the pain. I've not associated it with things like cancer. I have associated it with, with cysts, certainly, and sometimes draining those cysts like we talked about may help. Or somebody may just have a lot of cysts and it's not worth draining because they'd have to poke all over the place and probably cause more pain 
than the patient had before. But those are things that are very common, real, and if, if they're known to have cysts and want to have them drained, then I get it. But if they don't, then they really don't need a workup. They just need to make sure they're up to date on their mammogram. I guess when we talk about breast health, we often think of breast exams. How important is that, especially if somebody is noticing that they're having breast pain more often? With or without breast pain, breast exams are important uh, to me, particularly they're important. And I'll say that because mammograms are not perfect. When you do an annual screening mammogram, there are pitfalls on it, places where I can't see new cancers as well. I recently had a case where one was close to the nipple and because the breast compression is more in the back of the breast, it was hard to see this. If the patient did not have a clinical finding, I'm not sure we would have seen it on a mammogram at any time in the near future. So those clinical findings are important, which means self-exams and means clinical exams with your doctor. There are organizations that'll say they're not that important because they'll lead to finding lumps that are not real and unnecessary workups, but we're doing so many unnecessary workups for pain for patients who just you know, probably don't need a workup. They need reassurance that the pain is nothing bad. So similarly, you know, that's the case with this. Can you walk me through how somebody should be doing an at-home self-exam because it's so important? Yeah, I think, you know, typically first first thing when you're out of the shower, your skin is a little softer and easier to feel through. It's loose rather than constricted if you're cold. And if you lay down, uh, put your arm back over your head, you start at the axilla because you can have accessory breast tissue in the axilla and a good portion of the breast when you're laying flat may fall back into the axilla and, and even into the arm. So then you sort of move your fingers in a sweeping motion toward the nipple and you do that in an array all the way around and kind of a clock face toward the nipple. And then of course you feel the nipple area as well and you're feeling for what feels like a, a firm painless lump. A lot of women have just what's called lumpy breast tissue or lumpy bumpy, this is just how they're constructed and that's okay. That's not as much what we're talking about. We're talking about something you can point to with a finger. If you have a sense that something is growing somewhere, although you can't point quite point with a finger, that, that I would count that too. That's something you should have your doctor examine and check out and then potentially they'll send you for a more specific diagnostic workup. What's your best advice for men, women out there, anybody that is experiencing that breast pain? First thing is reassurance that it's very unlikely anything bad is happening unless you have signs of an infection. That is a more serious situation that needs to be treated. You know, so redness, fevers, chills, anything like that. Most often we associate that with mastitis in, in lactating women. A milk duct gets blocked and they get an infection, but women who are not lactating also get breast infections. Commonly they're diabetic or have some other setup to have them, but I see them all the time in normal healthy women who do not have any predisposition toward getting infections. So short of that, you relax a bit and say, okay, this is breast pain, it's common, not necessarily anything bad happening. Did I drink more caffeine today or this week or whatever? If I started any new activities, could this be chest wall or muscle pain? If I gained or lost a lot of weight, my bra fits differently, my breasts hang differently, is that going to result in a, a pulling or tugging or, or whatever that could cause breast pain? Think about all those things. Those things are all common and more likely to be the case than anything significant. So basically, take a deep breath is, is really important in this. Always, but, but especially in this. All right. Well, is there anything else you would like to leave our listeners with today? Yeah, I think I didn't mention in the part about doing your self-exam. If you are having regular menstrual cycles, the best time to do that is day seven to day 10 in your cycle, meaning your period starts, you call that day one. Seven days out, there's a window of about four days where your breasts are more calm. If you check before your period, you're going to feel lumps, they're going to be painful, and then you're going to 
you know, get excited about what you feel. So feel during that window and that's the best time. If you feel a lump, it is perfectly okay to wait one menstrual cycle and see if the lump goes away. Uh, a lot of these are cysts and things that do fluctuate with your cycles. I would also tell you, don't feel it every day or every week. Wait one menstrual cycle and check again. If you feel it every day, you'll go crazy wondering, is that lump getting bigger? Is it changing or is it in my head? Um, I see that a lot too. You know, we don't want people to have that much anxiety at home over it. Great. Well, thank you so much for your expertise and for joining us today, Dr. Kalani. You're welcome. It's good to talk about this important subject.